Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the name of the Father and of the Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful time that we have together, this opportunity to share your word and your your spirit with others. I ask God that you would anoint our words and that our words would be full of power and um, goodness and that the hearers would hear what they need to hear and that they would receive all that you have for them. I pray God also a special blessing on Todd that you would continue to use him in a mighty way in this community. And thank you and in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. You're listening to Cajun Catholics. I'm your host, Todd Citron. Big time, power pack show today. We've got a superstar on, Miss Julie Hassling. She's shaking her head. Welcome to the show, Julie. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right. And her uh, husband, Alan, will be the co-host today. Welcome to the show, Alan. Hey, good to see you. All right, we just met last week, but uh, thanks to Raymond Domain put us together, and Julie's a, a, just a, a jewel in our community, a hidden jewel, I'll say. So let me give you a little bio. Julie is the founder and president of Life with Father Ministries, and it's a charitable organization designed to help believers develop a deeper, more meaningful relationship with their Heavenly Father. Uh, Life with Father Ministries also provides monthly devotionals to jail inmates and is heavily involved in local missions. She's written many other books, uh, Moments of Grace, Moments of Truth, Signs of Life, Strength to Endure. These are devotionals, and the children's books are the perfect gift, What is Salvation, and What Happens When We Die, which I want to know. So, <laughs> Julie, with that, the show is yours. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. Um, I, am, uh, I was born in Lafayette, and I grew up in Lafayette. Um, after I got married, a year after we were married, uh, Alan's uh, career took us. Uh, out of state and then for about 25 years we wow. went to texas california back to texas and then we decided to move home in 2013 to be closer to family and we've been very happy since then i started writing in about 2000 in late 2000s like like 2008 or something it came from journal entries i was just journaling and um i was going through a hard time and uh for many years i guess you could say and um, I didn't really have anyone to talk to, or I didn't know how to articulate it to someone else, so I just wrote it down. It's like when David said in the Psalms, and he prayed, and he said, I pour out my complaint before God. I tell him all my troubles. And um, that's what I did. I, I poured it out in writing, but that's not all. I didn't just pour it out. God began to pour in his word and his meaning and and who he was and what he was going to do for me. And he did. He brought me out of it by his spirit. And uh, so I took some of those devotionals and I guess say, I call it 360 prayer because it's pouring out what, you know, your troubles and your problems and your issues and your everything else, your frustrations, you pour it out. And he pours into you his goodness. That's like the the 360 you turn the corner after you pour it out he pours in and that's where the joy and the the understanding of him comes and the power and the strength for daily living and so i began to put them together in little books the first book is called strength to endure and that's what got me through it the the hard times and then the next book was signs of life 
and that is just like we have road maps uh, road signs on the roads to show us where we're going and how to get to our destination it directs us um, there are s internal signs from the Holy Spirit that in, that direct us into the path that he wants us to go. But we need to be looking for that. We need to be aware of how he moves us and how he moves in our life, how he works. And that's what he wants us to know. He wants us to understand him and understand life. You know, uh, not just the, the way we grew up and the, the, the mannerisms of, of the way life is, but he wants us to understand him and how he moves and works in our life. Yeah, let me tell you what, so, um, you know, I always think of our, our, our life with Christ or our prayer life is, is a room and we're in the room and the doorknob's on our side of the door, right? Mm -hmm. And so I tell my friends all the time, they're like, you see things all the time. Well, you have to seek, mm -hmm. I think, to see yes. those things. Huh? Mm -hmm. He good. told us that we must seek yeah. and you'll find. He promises we'll find when we seek. When we ask, we'll receive. And when we knock, the door will be open. But there is a seeking, there is a knocking, and there is an asking. And um, the the kingdom of God is 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 one that is found when we look for Him. He's always searching for us. He's always calling us. And that, but our response to that is the seeking and asking and knocking. And and it's awesome to to find him on the other side of the door. No doubt. So her most recent book is Moments of Joy. And look, when I look at her and, and Alan here, that there's joy all over their face. And I know they love, this is what they love talking about, uh, their faith. And, and he's nodding all throughout this uh, this podcast. <laughs> and they're all in together. But uh, Julie, share a little bit about, about Moments of Joy. Um, well, I would say to sum up Moments of Joy, this is 75 entries, I would say, each one is a different subject, a different circumstance, and they are my own life experiences. And it's, it, I use myself as an example so that others can find him in their own life as well. That he is not just on the mountaintop, he's not just on, in the, the lowest parts of our life, but he's in the mundane. He's in every area of our life. If we look for him, he will show himself to us, and we will find great joy and understanding in life. Uh, but, but I have a, a very <clears throat> small handful of friends that can take Scripture and apply it to our everyday life and to your everyday life. And, I, and when I read this book, that's what I, you have a gift of, of taking Scripture and putting it into practice, you know, from everyday life. And I love that so far. And, uh, again, the book is on Amazon, and uh, you guys are going to have to go get it, but I'm going to let her tell some more about it. It's also at Barnes & Noble. There we go. And Lulu.com, which right. is L-U-L-U.com. That's a self-publishing right. group. But um, – what I wanted to say is that the, the, the cover of the book, there's a sentence on the cover of the book that sums up the intentions of the book all of itself. It says, discover the God who carries us through our difficulties into a place of divine purpose and great joy. Um, everyone can relate to these troubling times. Uh, there's trouble on every side. Um, but there is a place where we can find joy and contentment in the midst of it. It's a place of refuge for our weary souls to find rest and restoration. It's a, it's a, it's a place where we can connect with him, the author of life. And um, so um, anyway, these things are, are 
or what I want to share. And I hope to accomplish with this book is to help people see that they can also connect with Christ in their everyday life. It's not just for special people. It's for everybody. And God is so big that he can give all of himself to each person individually. That's how great and, and, and complex and uh, wonderful he is. And he wants to speak and meet with us every day. Um, and what he really wants to do is bring life into our situation. He wants to heal our wounds. He wants to, to um, remedy our situation. He wants to, to carry us through uh, hard times and bring us joy in the midst of suffering. Uh, he wants to heal our broken and disappointed hearts and, and make us new again and make us enjoy life again and living again. And um, I know that, you know, if you, if you look into this world, it's, it's not, it, it, it can be pretty grim and bleak. But in Christ, there is joy and there is satisfaction and fulfillment and there is purpose. I want to say um, my mother's favorite Bible, uh, I'll say quote, is from Mother Teresa where she says, do small things with great love. When I read your book, um, it's like you take very complex issues and you make them simple. And I, I love that. And um, that's why I think it's so relatable. And um, and I, I'll share with you that one, one thing in the book, that, and it was number five, tap into him. And this is something for me, like it talks about, I'll read it, what's more like the tree in order to be perennially successful, we must give up our rights to decide where we want to be planted. And after being grounded, we need to remain in that place rather than restlessly searching for something greener or greater. I think that speaks to my life, you know, it's like, and, and to everyone I believe around us, is, is that you know be happy where you are mm -hmm. and and make your life where you are and you know, like here we are in cajun country right you guys traveled a little bit but you're back home but i think you can you know all the fruits are, are right there in front of us so. that's right that's good alan jump in here because yeah. I, I want you to share with us a little bit you know i just uh, first of all i want to apologize because i did a lot of the editing so if there's any mistakes <laughs> don't blame julie it's all me you know so just start with that all right. but i do know while i was reading uh it's so it's so full that it's hard to read many at one time. Mm -hmm. It's like it's almost uh, because of kind of individual stories or, or anecdotes. Uh, it's good to kind of sit and read and and think on those things that you you just read. And uh, as I'm editing, I'm trying to do as many as I can. <laughs> and um, what I felt is that. Uh, it made me want to be a better person. I'm not a better person, but he made me want no. to at least. You know, and so we got that going for us. Anyway. Well, I agree with you, and that's what I love. I think you can read it one chapter at a time, and that's probably how it should be read, right? Yeah. Uh, a little bit like the Bible, a little bit. Very similar, huh? So anyway, Julie has so much to share, and we have so little time to do that, but I'm going to let her get, keep, it, keep it going. Well, let's see. I have some notes here because I knew I would get off track. <laughs> we're, but, we're, um, we're getting you off track. Sorry yeah, about okay. that. It's okay. It's um, okay. I think, you know, mainly what this book is about is uh, connecting with God. And I thought about that yesterday, and that's what I want everyone to take away, is that you can connect with uh, God on a daily basis. And he wants for us to connect with him on a daily basis. And um, I'd like to read something that David said in Psalms. 42 4 it says i will go to the altar of god the source of all my joy you see jesus is our source of life and vitality for strength and endurance for our very breath 
There are, now let me give you an example, okay, what I mean by connecting with Jesus. There have been times, and I'm sure in your life as well, that there have been times when your computer has lost power. You know, you open it up and there's a blank screen. So I check the side of my laptop and it's plugged in. But then I go further down the cord and I see, the, you know, I see it's plugged into the extension cord. And then I still look further, but I see that the extension cord is slightly ajar from the wall socket. It looks or appears to be plugged in, but it's not fully connected. So I push the plug in and voila, everything lights up and power is restored to the computer. Now the computer is efficient and useful for me. And why I use this example is because there are so many people, even Christians, who go through life day after day, and by all outward means, they're doing everything right. It seems like it, you know. Uh, they even go to church and do things, but still inside, they're exhausted, unhappy, frustrated, still just not fulfilled, even though they're outwardly doing everything that they know to do. But Jesus wants us to plug in on the inside. And we do that by getting quiet on the inside, by pouring out our problems and complaints to him, and then just being still and listening to him. There's a whole lot more to Jesus that we don't even know yet. We've just scratched the surface because Jesus is eternal. And, um, and, and so there's always this un. Uh, unveiling of his person to us if we will pursue uh, pursue him and uh, put him make him our first priority um, but in our personal time if we'll just get quiet and 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 use that time as just asking God to open up himself give us his peace and his joy and just in it almost in a I may not be able to explain it in just mere words because it's a spiritual thing. And Jesus did that too. He tried to use, he used natural things to describe a spiritual principle. And so. To describe the supernatural. Yeah, yeah. supernatural. <laughs> and so we, um, so he wants to do that for us. He wants us to make us alive to him and make us enjoy life again. I picked up something last week, and you, you just stumbled across it, but silent and listen mm. are the same words. That's right. And, uh, same and, letters yeah, in the word. Yeah, same letters. Yep. And, uh, and, that, and really, that's what you have to do to connect with God. Yeah. Uh -huh. There you go. I mean, you know, prayer is so much more than just asking for needs and requesting like a requisition. Just there's so much more to that. Um, get, it's getting to know him and um let me let me share something with you um in john 17 i believe it is hold on a second he says in john actually yes in john 17 it says eternal life means to know and experience you as the only true god and to know and experience jesus christ as the son whom you have sent eternal life is not just one day in heaven eternal life is now and i don't know about you but i need life now i need help now i don't need help when i get to heaven i need i need him now and that's what he is he's help for us now um in john 10 9 through 10 he says i am the gateway to enter through me is to experience life 
freedom and satisfaction. There's so much dissatisfaction in the world today. It's always grab, grab, get me something better or <laughs> new or shiny or something. But it's never really, it's a fleeting satisfaction. It, 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 within hours, you might be dissatisfied again. But Jesus is a lasting satisfaction. That's right. Um, in, in verse 10, it says, A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness, until you overflow. And that's what eternal life is. It's overflowing in the goodness of God, in, in the joy, in the peace, and, and all of the attributes of God. It's becoming like him in this world. It's becoming like Jesus. That's what eternal life is, is knowing him and becoming like him. One of your chapters is uh, entitled Untangle Me. And so my wife always comes to me with her jewelry that's tangled up right, <laughs> and I never can untangle it. But but it really struck me a chord because we all, like you said, are in these times or living these tangled lives. And the way to untangle that, those really tough knots, is you got to go to the end and work your way back. It's right. True. And uh, that, that struck me really well. And, and so the end is, you know, that sanctifying grace with Christ. And, mm -hmm. and, and that's what we need to seek. We, we go there and work our way back. I love that. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm paying attention. I'm Julie. glad. I'm How am so I doing? Glad. Am I doing okay? You yeah, you're doing test, great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> right. But um, anyway, so the, this book has um, it, it's although it's being sold on different platforms, all the money is being uh, directed into the Life with Father account. I don't know if I've said that before, but all the proceeds are going into our charity. So. Um, Tell us more about that. Life with Father Ministries. Life with Father Ministries, Father Ministries yeah. was something that I, I, I founded in, I think it was 2010. Mm -hmm. It's a 501c3 nonprofit. And there's various uh, sub-ministries in Life with Father. Life with Father is not, not just books. I write the books, and I have a uh, Facebook uh, page, Life with Father, on Facebook. And... I post daily devotionals for people, um, but I also, we have this prison, prison ministry where um, I write this eight-page uh, packet for the inmates uh, at the Lafayette Parish Jail, and uh, it's, it's, it's designed to give them seven days, basically, wow. with an open letter, and then seven, de seven days of devotionals, but the good thing is that they can read it again and again and get more and more out of it every time you read it and so it should last them a month or, or longer <laughs> well alan you've had a front row seat to uh, julie being on fire right here you know yes. she's just like uh like like shot out of a gun this is, nor <laughs> this is normal and i noticed yeah. like you're just kind of hanging is, on for dear life over yeah, there but it's, it's what, what's that thing. like <laughs> oh it's it's a wonderful time it's it's our best life ever just being uh, being with her and and I feel like uh, she's kind of the heart and soul of the, the ministry that's going on and I'm more like the labor you know <laughs> so I, but I I really enjoying this it's a great time fantastic mm -hmm. we love a good Cajun love story I do want to hear how y'all met oh my gosh look yeah. at him smiling yeah. 
a great place to meet. We met in church. Oh, so it's right. a great place to meet. We've been married for 35 years. 35 years. You know yeah. what my mother always says, why can't you meet a nice young girl in church all the time? That's what my mother would tell us. You know, we were six boys in our family. Yeah. But they always met the girls in the bar. You know, we met them in the bar. <laughs> well, you know, That's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's been a great time. We Love at first sight. Well, you know, it's it, for it him. It was you know, she only told me no when I asked her to marry like five or six times. So it that's took, not it took bad. a little while. Yeah, yeah. Took a little while. It it was, it, it's yeah. like it takes the women a lot. I was love at first sight with my my <laughs> wife as well, but not not so much with her. Yeah, you got to bring them along. I guess I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know Julie, God has touched you in such a deep way, and uh, I mean, uh, it's it's so such a pleasure to have you here today. You have so much to share. And so I don't want to keep interrupting you. I apologize. No, 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 no. Yeah. Please do. Please do. Yeah, but, you know, um, so where, how do you read the Bible? Because I want to know, like, because you're, like, all over the place. But, I know. like, where are you now in the Bible and, and why? Um, well, I do jump around. Yeah. And I, I've tried the different, you know, uh, Bible reading plans, mm -hmm. and they haven't really stuck too much. But I do read the Bible every day, and I, I read uh, in diff I, I do read in different versions. This the book has eight or nine different versions of the Bible, mm. uh, because you know you may read it in King James and not understand it, and then you might read it in another version where it just goes, oh, now I get it, uh -huh. you know. Um, so everyone's different. Uh, so I just chose the best version that meant something to the the entry i was writing but i i don't write every day but i i would like to but um i i'm reading in new testament right now um uh some sometimes i'll i'll read i'll read ephesians galatians right now um but you know Okay, it so this depends. this show is going to be airing uh, right around the first of the year. Yes. And so give us some New Year's resolution type stuff that you can share for, for our listeners to, to, to go with. <laughs> New Year's resolution. Well, you okay. know, it pertains to reading the Here, Bible. Here's what I think. Good. You know, um, I don't really do New Year's resolutions. Most people do it, and that's fine. Um, but I think it was another one of the uh, years back – uh, I was thinking about New Year's resolutions, and I looked up the word resolution, and not only does it mean to resolve, but it means to take complicated things and break them down into simpler forms. Mm -hmm. And so I think Jesus was saying, or the Holy Spirit was saying to me, you know, life is complicated as it is. Make it, make it simple. Make, make things simple and easy for yourself uh and it things will go well for you you know you, you don't need to make everything so complicated i think you just described your entire book <laughs> in a very small sentence and that's true i mean so i think the resolution or the challenge should be to go out and buy your book uh because it's a great devotional and it'll, it'll lead you in the first 75 days of the year right if yeah. you read one so yeah. moments of joy by julie hassling you're gonna have to get out there and get that uh, i highly recommend now I know we, we're gonna. I see you, you on your page. We, 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 you, you mentioned about Genesis and, and about uh, uh, Christ. I don't know if that was what what was next about, about uh, how when God created the world, He didn't do the sun quite quite in the beginning, right in day one. But I don't know I, if that's what you want to talk about. But I, I, we got about five minutes left on the show, so I'll let you. 
I'll let you jump in from here. Well, we, we did talk about that. Um, like in the beginning, um, God spoke and he said, let there be light. And then as I was reading, and I got this by myself. I didn't look it up and, you know, or anything. This is a, a personal revelation of Genesis. Um, and it's in the book uh, that in the beginning, God said, let there be light. And then the second and third and fourth day, he made things. He separated the light from the darkness. He made vegetation. He made the oceans and so forth. But then I believe it's on the fourth day, he made the sun and the moon. And I thought, wait, 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 wait a minute. So I had to read that like three or four times like to make sure I understood that what was this light that he spoke in the beginning? Why He didn't make the sun or the moon, the lesser light, till the fourth day. So uh, as I was praying about that, the Holy Spirit said, it was Jesus. He's the light of life. He, he spoke life into existence. And everything pertaining to life, and goodness and godliness was spoken into existence. Um, so that was that was interesting to me because Jesus said he was the light. He is the light of life. And so um, that's just something that I thought I was interesting. That. I'm, I'm going to butcher this bad, but I want to jump in <laughs> because um, this was imparted to me, and it was uh, from a Bible study. But and, and I'm going to do my best. But uh, when you're born, you, there's that first light when you, you're, you're a baby's eyes. You know, you see that light, and that's kind of the first light you see. And then at some point when you start to get the light of reason, right, you start to understand things, and you're able to reason for yourself, and that's a second light that comes into your life. Then at some point you have this m wonderful conversion, if you want to call it, or where Christ, you know, you have the light of Christ. Yes. And and this is at some point in your life, and then the final light is uh, is just the illumination of light, being with God the Father in, in right. heaven, you know, That's and it's right. that all-consuming light. I did the best I could. You did. That was perfect. That was perfect. Excellent. <laughs> so just a couple of minutes left on this show, Julie, uh, but um, yeah, share, keep on sharing with us. Okay. Well, in closing, I guess I should say, mm -hmm. you know, um, I wrote this book to give you hope, to give readers hope and Christians hope uh, in this weary world. Um, it, it Things aren't getting any better. This, it just seems like it just gets compounded worse and worse on the TV. I, I kind of turn the TV off because it's just depressing. Um, but there's good things available for us that Jesus is the light of life. He is the one that will spark energy and strength and fortitude in us during these dark days. He's our refuge. You know, when there's a storm outside, people take refuge inside. They don't stand out in the storm. So he is our place of, of comfort and strength and joy in, in prayer and, you know, in, in communion with him. That is where he, he opens the door and says, come on in. You know, we'll make it. I have I have so much good food for you, for mm -hmm. your soul, and I have so much joy, and I have so much uh, satisfaction in life other than standing out in the storm and complaining that it's raining. <laughs> so you know? awesome. I love that. You guys are just every once in a while, you run across these wonderful people in our community, and uh, and you guys are that, and I, I can't appreciate y'all so much. And uh, 
Uh, Alan, thank you so much for being on the show with Julie. Pleasure. And uh, y'all thank have a you. beautiful marriage. And y'all are true testaments. I, I can't, it's Malachi. Okay, I was trying to think okay. of it. Uh, uh, God's messenger, right? Malachi means God's messenger. That's mm-hmm. you. <laughs> That's you. You are God's messenger. Uh, you really are doing an awesome job. Uh, go out and get her book. She's got a whole bunch of them, and, uh, and they are on Amazon and Lulu. Mm-hmm. And, and Barnes and, and Noble. Barnes and Noble, and they're not super expensive, no. but it, I, I do believe it'll change your life. Uh, I know some people that are very strong in their faith that are touched so much by uh, by her words. And uh, thank you for being here today. Thank you for inviting me. All right, uh, you've been listening to Cajun Catholics with Julie Hassling. She is the founder and president of Life with Father Ministries. Uh, you can find her books on Amazon and all over. Uh, again, we always challenge you to engage the Cajun Catholic in you. Until next time, God bless.